This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, one of the biggest reasons Donald Trump still has a chance to become president again is because every single day he continues to be proven right about pretty much everything. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited uh, that you download this podcast every day. In fact, I was looking at I was looking at what they call the Spotify Wrapped the other day to see uh, how this podcast has been performing. And a couple of really interesting things stood out that I wanted to share with you. This podcast, of all the podcasts that appears on Spotify, is in the top five of shared podcasts, which means, which is great for a couple of reasons. Which means when you listen to this podcast, you don't just listen to this podcast. You listen to this podcast and you go, right, or yes, or maybe you go, this is BS. I don't know what you're saying because I can't hear you. Uh, maybe you're not saying anything, but whatever you do, after you've heard the podcast, you share it with somebody and you either say, listen to this, this is something you need to hear. Listen to this, this is important information I'd like you to have. Or listen to this, this guy's, this guy's going to make, you're not going to believe what this idiot's been saying. I don't care what it is, but for whatever reason you're sharing it. And that's always been my goal uh, with this podcast. My goal with this podcast is not to be, you know, number one or, uh, you know, be bought out by Spotify for $20 million. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't take the money. I would 1000% take the money. I'm just saying that's not my goal. My goal is to get information out there that you need and for you to share it. Because information's great, but you know, me telling you something is effective. Me telling you something and you telling five or six people, sharing it on your Facebook page, for example, uh, tweeting it out, uh, just texting it to five or six friends, that's really helpful. And that's one of the most amazing things that I found out yesterday um, when I was going through my, my Spotify rap for the year 2022. So we've been growing exponentially. And that's a big part. A big part of that is because of you guys. Um, that are, that listen. And then of course, like I said, no, you don't just listen. You become those apostles of conservatism and you, uh, and then you share the podcast with other people either because you like them or maybe you don't like them. And that's the other thing too. If you know somebody who thinks like you, or if you want somebody to think like you, or if you know somebody who's on the fence, maybe they're moderate or they've, they're just undecided politically, then you should definitely be sharing these kinds of messages, you know, mine and, and maybe other people's with them so that they can make up their minds so they can see the importance of what's going on in the world and how politics is something everyone should be involved in and how conservatism is the much brighter side of the political spectrum. Uh, but the fun thing is, if you know people who hate conservatism and are super liberal, maybe you have a sister or an aunt or a neighbor or an ex-husband or wife, whatever it is, your kids, then it's even more fun to share this kind of stuff with them because not only are you spreading conservatism, but you're angering liberals. And that's literally my favorite hobby. Okay, poker and then angering, <laughs> angering liberals. That's my favorite hobbies in order uh, from one to two. Anyway, but the, the, a couple of other big things. The, we, this podcast is heard in over 30 countries, which I appreciate. So to everybody listening around the globe, thank you so much. Um, there was another really interesting stat. I forget what it was. It wasn't the sharing. It was something like, it was something like everyone being really enthusiastic. I don't know. Oh, it's like when it's downloaded, 
meet you guys immediately listen like you don't let it wait around so you're you're really hanging on my every word and and I again I appreciate that and again so I'll shut up and I'll get to the meat of of the podcast today which is really all about Donald Trump again and Donald Trump he did, there's a couple of things going on in the world that prove that Donald Trump was right and there's an interview with Breitbart that they just released about Donald Trump which shows me that this guy not only is serious about being president again which y- anyone who knows Donald Trump would know this guy's serious about being president again, um, but also has a really good shot, like has a really good shot. Uh, first of all, he's one of two people currently running. The, the current president of the United States has not even admitted or announced that he's running for a second term, which I don't think any, I mean, no one would be bothered if Joe Biden decided to sit this one out. But Donald Trump is one of two people who's decided openly to run for president. Uh, the second one is Kanye West or yay. And not only is Kanye West this weird anti-Semitic, you know, guy who's running around saying these crazy things and wearing stockings on his face, apparently now he's missing, which I don't know if Donald Trump had anything to do with it. I don't know if the Clintons had anything to do with it. I don't know who's behind it, but his business manager, his former business partner, I think, um, has been looking for him, has been trying to serve him with a subpoena for a $4.5 million lawsuit, and he's missing. And the Daily Loud tweeted out, Uh, Kanye West has reportedly been missing and unable to be be found for weeks, according to his ex-business manager. And it's true. We haven't really seen Kanye since a couple weeks before Christmas. Uh, He was on the Alex Jones show. I know he's on Infowars. He was a couple of other places. He walked out of Tim Pool's podcast, the Timcast. And I think that was the last time anyone saw him in public. So I don't know. No one knows where he is, but apparently Kanye is, is he's, he's out. So it, with the two people running for president currently being Donald Trump and Kanye West, and one of them being having disappeared off the face of the globe, uh, you know, Donald Trump right now currently has a pretty good shot. But there's two things that are happening that show that Donald Trump was right about everything. And that's important because as time goes on, you know, as we get closer and closer to 2024, more of these things that people call Donald Trump crazy and stupid and racist and xenophobic and misogynist about, are just everyone's going to start agreeing with everyone's going to realize, oh, yeah, that's probably how it probably wasn't racism or misogyny or xenophobia or, or just lunacy. It was actually probably good, solid, uh, you know, good, solid uh, legislation and, and you know, presidenting <laughs> great decisions to save America from, well, total disaster. One of them was you may remember back in 2020, January of 2020, before COVID became a thing, COVID, I got really sick with COVID in late January of 2020, before anyone knew it was COVID. They called it a, uh, my doctor, in fact, I remember she goes, this is, you've got an upper respiratory infection, but it's like the worst upper respiratory infection I've ever seen in my life. And that's how I knew three months later, oh, I was like, I was probably one of the first people in the, uh, in the entire country to get COVID. Uh, but anyway, back in January, uh, Donald Trump saw what was going on with COVID. He saw it was coming from China. He saw it was a problem. And despite warnings from Dr. Fauci in the, you know, Dr. Fauci said, don't shut down the border. Don't keep people from China out. Don't make any kind of China travel ban. There were other people in his, in his, um, you know, direct, uh, what do you call it? His uh, direct, you know, um, advisory uh, that were saying similar things. He said, no, you know what? This is a serious problem. We're going to shut down travel from China. And he did. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden called it, quote, nakedly xenophobic. He called Donald Trump nakedly xenophobic. And he was, I mean, they talked about it at the debate. They talked about ever. He was on a tear. Donald Trump hates Chinese people. 
Donald Trump hates Asians. Donald Trump had made an Asian travel ban. This is nakedly xenophobic. Those were his words. Um, And just yesterday, (laughs) guess what? Joe Biden announced he will be requiring travelers from China to show a negative coronavirus test to enter the United States of America. This is from Breitbart. Beginning January 5th, travelers from China by air will have to provide a negative COVID-19 test to enter the nation within two days of their departure from airports in mainland China, Hong Kong, and Macau. In January of 2020, the Trump administration placed travel restrictions on passengers arriving from China, where many experts believed coronavirus originated. Biden called many of those restrictions racist in May of 2020, claiming they were, quote, denials, delays, and distractions, many of which were nakedly xenophobic. Now, the difference between what Donald Trump did and what Joe Biden's doing is minimal. Donald Trump had to shut down the uh, airports. He had to shut down travel from China until the uh, the Wuhan flu got, you know, basically, well, first of all, identified as such and then brought under control. And the reason was there was no testing back then. There were no tests. Nobody had COVID tests. We didn't have, you couldn't go to a drugstore and get a COVID test to travel. So if Joe, you know, if we didn't have these COVID tests, uh, Joe Biden would be forced to shut down travel from China, just exactly the way that Donald Trump did. Um, Incidentally, nobody is calling Joe Biden xenophobic because of this travel ban or because of the necessity to single out travelers from China over uh, new COVID COVID variant concerns. Uh, The second thing is TikTok. Uh, Donald Trump, he was the first person, he was the first um, national politician to become aware of and call out the dangers of TikTok. TikTok, the social media app where uh, teenagers twerk, you know, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, they dance and twerk and they put on sexy clothes and bathing suits and then they sell a lot of cosmetics. Um, and also there's a lot of prank videos and cooking videos and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, TikTok, basically the, the parent company, ByteDance, they are headquartered in China and there's been a, lo- a very big concern that they have been funneling information, user information, passwords, names, ages, I don't even know, social security numbers, facial recognition, because the thing, the big thing about these apps is that, you know, there's filters. So what happens is um, you'd want to try a new filter and the filter makes you look like, I don't know, a movie star. The filter makes you look like, um, like you're wearing sunglasses. Well, what the app does is it scans your face so it can create whatever the image is on top of your face. And all that facial recognition technology is held in the app and ByteDance has hold of it. Well, it being a Chinese company, they are at the behest of the CCP. The Chinese Communist Party runs every company in China. If you do business in China, and that did, and that's even if you're an American, if you're an American and you want to do business in China, you have to be friendly with the CCP or else they'll shut you down. And if the CCP comes knocking and says, hello, TikTok, we would like all the facial recognition um, information you have for teenagers in the United States of America from 2020 through now, ByteDance can't say, I'm sorry, no, that's private information and, and we, uh, you don't have, in, you know, you don't have access, we're not going to give you access to that. Then China says, okay, great, we're shutting down your company and we're throwing you all in prison and we're just taking it anyway. It's not a free market the way it is here. Here you have, here you have a free market society, you have uh, competition. If somebody opens a pizza shop and you think their pizza sucks, you can go right across the street and open a better pizza shop and drive them out of business. And that's just the way it goes. But in China, it doesn't work that way. If, if the Chinese government allows you to have a pizza shop, then they're not going to let anyone else just open up a pizza shop across the street. And if they do, 
Um, they're going to, I mean, they're going to, it's going to be, they're going to be on the take for everybody else. You are in anyone who does business in China is doing business with the government. That's the way the, the system works. So that's a huge concern, especially for this TikTok app. And Donald Trump said, we need to ban it. Donald Trump tried to get it thrown out of the Apple store. He tried to get it thrown out of the Google Play store. He went to court. Uh, a court threw out his ban or uh, I think dismissed his case. And then, of course, he got all tied up with this ridiculous impeachment. So he couldn't pursue the TikTok ban any farther than he did. Um, and now guess what's happening? Republicans and Democrats, a lot of Democrats, are renewing their push to ban TikTok. In fact, you may have just seen in the omnibus spending bill, they put in a provision to ban TikTok from all government cell phones. Meaning if you have a government cell phone, if you're a government worker, if you get a cell phone through, I don't know, the Congress or the Senate or the White House, whatever, you can't have the tickety talk on it because they know that all that sensitive information on your phone is being funneled right to the CCP. You can't have TikTok on your phone if you are one of those people that works for the government. In addition to that, you also see many states, in fact, I think like 20, 15 or 20 of them now, there's a whole list, are banning TikTok from their state offices and their, and their state-owned cell phones. Universities, which is huge. Universities are banning TikTok left, right, and center. I think the University of Oklahoma, uh, Auburn, these are huge university, uh, university systems. They are banning TikTok, and TikTok's majority, the majority of their users are right in that age br uh, bracket. If you're a university student, odds are you're on TikTok. Odds are you use it really frequently. And now um, colleges all over the country are banning TikTok from their Wi-Fi services, which means you can still access it, but you have to use your own digital data or your own cellular data. You can't use the Wi-Fi. Alabama, the state has banned TikTok on state-owned devices. Uh, Maryland banned the app, um, which is a blue state. So it's, it's bipartisan. I believe that very shortly, the ban that Donald Trump wanted on TikTok between, between Apple iTunes and Google Play, I believe wholeheartedly that probably within the next year or so, that's going to happen. I believe that if China continues to manipulate the algorithms and China continues to work with ByteDance to get all the information, sensitive information from teenagers and, well, other people, I mean, everyone, it's not just teenagers, it's a lot of folks. Um, and if you start to see these statewide bans on this app, there's no way that the federal government can ignore it. There's no way that, you know, if, if it's banned from all these colleges and universities and, and state houses and federal offices, eventually the threat's going to be so big and people are going to be so cognizant of it that they're going to have to just get rid of it on every platform. And, and there's alternatives. That's the thing. Every other American-owned company, like, oh, YouTube, for example, has their YouTube Shorts, which is a, an alternative to TikTok. Instagram, which is owned by Meta, has Instagram Reels, which is an alternative to TikTok. Even Getter, owned by Jason Miller, our good buddy. Getter is, uh, has just introduced Visions, which is basically TikTok for Getter. But you know it's American-owned. You know it's safe. And I imagine other companies are going to follow suit. So if you are, if you're looking at uh, alternatives to TikTok, they're out there. And I think that's why Donald Trump's idea of banning TikTok from mobile app stores in the United States, I think that's going to come true. And so now you've got the Chinese travel ban, you've got the TikTok ban. These are all things Donald Trump heralded, and they are things that everyone now is jumping on board with. And that really bodes well for Donald Trump's, that really bodes well for Donald Trump's campaign, especially with nobody else in the mix. Anybody else who comes out with any of these agenda items, anyone else who comes out and says we should have a travel ban, that's a Donald Trump idea. Donald Trump's running, make him president again. We should ban TikTok. Well, that was a Donald Trump idea. Donald Trump's running, let's just make him president again. He's apparently the one with all the good ideas. He also did an interview with Breitbart, which 
I'll go over more in depth on the show today, but it discussed social security and abortion. And what Donald Trump did was pretty genius. He, he, he basically told everybody in the Republican party, here's how you lose an election. You go after social security and you lim- and you don't put limits on abortion or you don't make exceptions for abortion. He said, I looked around, I looked at every Tudor Dixon in Michigan. Uh, you know, what's his name? Mastriano in, in Pennsylvania he goes, I looked around at all these Republicans who lost, who Donald Trump was blamed for, by the way. And they said, because of Donald Trump, these Republicans didn't win. Tudor Dixon didn't beat Gretchen Whitmer because of Donald Trump. Doug Mastriano was a terrible candidate. It was Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump saying that's not true. The reason they lost or the reason Republicans lose now is because, A, they go after Social Security, which is a contract with Americans and which the Democrats will use as a trap. He actually uses the word trap. He goes, the Democrats will use Social Security to trap Republicans. And a lot of Republicans will fall into that trap because, well, they're dumb. And then, of course, the exceptions for abortion. If you if you support abortion with zero exceptions, it's going to be difficult for you to win an election anywhere. He said, you've got to have three exceptions, rape, incest, and health of the mother, life of the mother. If you don't have those three exceptions, you're not going to serve in any office as a Republican. You've got to be able to play the game of politics and campaign on the right issues. And again, this is something we've been talking about. Can Republicans win? How do Republicans win? What are they doing wrong? And Donald Trump is playing the same game. He's out there saying, this is why Republicans lose. This is how Republicans are going to win. And in doing so, he's also laying out his platform, a platform which seems to be in line with the majority of Americans right now. A platform where we're banning travel from China because of concerns about COVID-19. We're interested in banning TikTok because of national security concerns. And oh, lo and behold, we don't want to get rid of social security. And we, uh, we want to get rid of abortion or we're all for abortion. But in the cases of rape and incest and the safety of the mother, we'll make exceptions. That's Donald Trump's platform going into 2024. I imagine you're going to see a lot of other candidates if they haven't already adopted that platform. And it's something nobody else is doing. The guy's, the guy's got a huge head start on everybody else. He's got a huge base and he's campaigning every single day. Um, it's going to give him a huge advantage. So don't ever, don't ever, uh, don't ever count him out. Uh, anyway, we'll, like I said, we'll have more on this interview and more on the stuff that's going on today on the show. It's Thursday, of course. So we're going to have some conspiracy theory Thursday, which is a lot of fun. If you've got a good conspiracy theory, bring it on, man. Bring it on. That's what we're hoping for. Again, thank you so much for sharing this podcast. If you if you follow this podcast, that's great. If you don't, make sure that you're clicking the follow button or clicking the like button or subscribe or whatever it is. I don't know. They're, you know, we're everywhere. We're on iTunes and and Spotify and Google Play, and we're basically plastered all over the podcast universe. So however you can make sure you get this information and you get this podcast every single day, make sure you're doing that because we don't want you to miss out on a single On a single minute, we don't want you to miss out on any of this valuable information. We don't want you to miss out on anything that we share with you. Um, And we also want you to share that with other people, because if I come in here every day and I let you know what's going on and then you listen to it and then you let five people, 10 people, 20 people know what's going on, and then they let five, 10, 20 people know what's going on, we're going to spread conservatism. Well, like it's the Wuhan flu. And if everybody in the United States of America comes down with a bad case of conservatism, then we're really close to finally saving the republic.